Cool Nerds Unite podcast is on the air. I'm your host, Roderick. I have my friend, Aaron Moore. Hey, everyone. Aaron Moore, blurred and cosplayer here with me today. Aaron, how's everything going? It's good. How was your day? It was long. Um, feels like Monday, but it's Tuesday, and I'm already counting down to the weekend again. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. I'm already counting down, too. As soon as I got out of bed, I was counting down. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Wake up. It's not Friday? All right. <laughs> so, Aaron, tell the listening audience where you're from. I am from originally Lansing, but grew up in Southfield, always went to Detroit for school and work. So I claim Southfield and Detroit. Cool, cool. So I know, but the listening audience may not know, you're blurred. Yes. Are you proud of being blurred? I know I am. (laughs) Yes, I'm super proud of it. Like I tell everybody... Um, yeah, I'm a blurred. I'm into this, that, and the other. And there, some people are like, wait, what's a blurred? So I tell them, black nerd. Like, I love superheroes, Star Wars, Harry Potter, like, too many fandoms to name in one podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. We um, have time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a word I claim proudly, which is why my blog is called Blurred with a Blog. Yeah. It's a very good blog, by the way. Thank you. I encourage the uh, listening audience to check it out. What what is the uh, address again? So the website is blurredwithablog.com. Okay. Same name on Facebook and Instagram. And if you go to the site, there are links to email me as well as my friend Red Hood, who has started helping me write articles. Yeah. I. You know what? I think that's so cool when you can reach out to other people and they, they gravitate to the passion that you feel. Mm-hmm. And you could tell you guys are a great team. Yeah, no, I've known him for 10 years now, and um, he's a writer. He has his own novel and Patreon going. But, um, yeah, I was super thankful when he offered to still start helping me write because it took a lot of responsibility off me and then also just someone to bounce ideas off of, which is always nice. Yeah, that's a good thing. But you know what? <laughs> I must admit, when I first saw you doing cosplay, you have a personality that people would gravitate to you. Because you carry yourself in such a elegant way, you know, when you're doing cosplay. I'm not saying <laughs> cosplayers are horrible people. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But it's the way you present yourself. And it's like, wow, she's really cool. Thank you. But she you. got a stroke of nerdiness on <laughs> Cool nerds unite. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like my confidence goes up like a million levels when I cosplay simply because mm-hmm. I know I did a good job. And I am not trying to get in tune with the character, but represent them well. And like none of the people I've cosplayed really shy away from the camera or people. They're super outgoing and friendly. So I yeah. try to embody that if I can. Yeah. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I do my own cosplay too. No one knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Behind closed doors, I have my onesie on. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm revealing too much and too soon. But uh, I think it's really cool because when you have... A childhood where you're allowed to be yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. And you have people around you that give you the the tools like comic books, uh, cartoons, taking you to see Star Wars, sci-fi movies, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. It opens up a brand new world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember um, growing up and Sir Graves Gasly would come on 
Saturday at 1 o'clock p.m. It would be me and my mom. All those <laughs> wonderful memories. We would go to the store mm-hmm. and purposely, like around 11, 11.30, okay, we're here at the store. Get what you want. We don't want to be late. <laughs> it's going to come on at 1 o'clock. So Graves is going to come on. So, it you know, it, it does my heart good when I reflect back to those memories. Ah, oh, nostalgia. But anyway, enough about me. <laughs> so how long have you been doing cosplay? Um, I want to say I started cosplaying probably 2014 was my very first one. I got introduced to it probably 2012 in college, actually. Mm-hmm. One of my old roommates, her and her boyfriend were going to Yumicon for the first time, and I'd heard of it. But um, I'd never actually gone with any of my friends in high school, mm. but they were so excited. They got their cosplays together and they were two characters from Bleach. Don't ask me the names. I haven't seen it, but Bleach is cool. I know it's yeah. on my list. <laughs> um, okay. We'll talk about it later. But anyway, so like <laughs> seeing their costumes and then going to walk around the Renaissance Center with them like that first day. Um, it was just cool to see people dressed up. And I've always loved Halloween, like dressing up in costumes. So when I was able to go a couple years later, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dress up. So I was Clark Kent. So I had like the button down white shirt and the pants and fake glasses. Then I had my Superman shirt um, showing from underneath it. And I had like the front of my hair curled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was probably. Yeah, yeah, that was my very first one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So do you have a favorite like a favorite cosplay that you have done over the years? Because I've seen you in various different cosplays, and they all look great. Thank you. Um, Right now, my favorite is still my Nubia Wonder Woman from, I want to say that was two years ago, when all the CW stars came to Motor City Comic Con. Um, It was crazy. I was going to be Okoye that year because Black Panther had just come out, and I just fell in love with her. But then the Motor City Comic Con updated their site. Like, this is everyone who's coming. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a DC takeover. I have to be a DC character. Like, I have to be the DC character. So splurged on my Wonder Woman costume and got so many compliments. And it was still the best one I've done to date. Yeah, it looked really good. I mean, the detail and everything, you had it down pat. It looked really great. Because some cosplay, you could tell... They they rush through it, but you, I mean, every single detail mm-hmm. is on point. Yeah, um, I can't take like all the credit for that one though. I did just okay. buy it. Um, the name on Etsy is Viva WW for Wonder Woman. All her pieces are really well made. She's mm-hmm. very great seller. Like communicated with me throughout the whole thing, so I really appreciate it. Oh, that's cool. Is there one in particular, Comic Con? that you had such an excellent time that you wish you could relive it over and over again? Probably that one. Oh, okay. Um, besides, like, people complimenting my cosplay, it was being able to meet Stephen Amell and Tom Welling wow. and Michael Rosenbaum. Like, I, I lost it because Smallville is part of what started me. I'm just like, this is such a good show. I watched every episode from every season. Mm-hmm. So really just that whole Comic-Con and being able to hear the actors from Black Lightning talk about um, how excited they are yeah. to be doing the show and representing mm-hmm. for blurs like us out there. Like that really meant a lot to me. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. Great times to be had by all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you know what? As you well know, within the midst of nerdum, mm-hmm. 
there is a rivalry. <laughs> DC versus Marvel. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do you think about that? Do you think it's silly? Because um, sometimes I think it's kind of silly. So I had I, a friendship that <laughs> broke up because of that. I oh told my you goodness. about that so many, many, many years ago, Gaff. I promise it's not that deep. Um, yeah. But yeah. so there's a um, certain level it gets to, like, again, when friendships end yeah. and people start getting, like, mean and calling names, like, go oh, this and this. I'm, like, at the end of the day, it's really about opinion. Yeah. There is no right or wrong answer. It's mm-hmm. whatever you have a preference for. Um my last relationship, actually, it was a DC versus Marvel household. He was more into Marvel. I am more DC. Wow. <laughs> so, Jeez, yeah. Is it really that serious? No, that's, I mean. I mean, for some people it is. It is, but I mean, yeah. it wasn't for us. It was always just like a yeah. joking thing we did. Um, like, oh, DC's better, Marvel's better. And when the movies came out, of course, he had something to rub in my face. Ah, but, there we go. <laughs> Um, it's really just like friendly back and forth, honestly, yeah. or at least that's what it should be. Again, I've seen it get intense on the internet and it's not that big a deal. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's got to a point, you know, even on Facebook, you know, on the Cool Nerds Unite Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, I try to be selective of the articles <laughs> that I put up because I know people can be overly emotional about it. Yeah. And they really, they really take it to a whole different level that it shouldn't even go. Yeah, I don't want to try to show favoritism. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I try to have a balance there, a healthy balance, because mm-hmm. you know, the first character that I was introduced to as a child was Batman. Yeah, same. So I was like, oh man. So the first thing when I hit puberty, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that the first thing I did was do the Batman voice, <laughs> the Kevin Conroy voice. I am the Classic. knight. I am vengeance. I am Batman. Like, <laughs> honestly if i was a boy and my voice got deeper i probably would do that too <laughs> batman was the first character that's um why i rep dc forever again marvel does have its good points dc is just my favorite oh, that's um cool. that and the justice mm-hmm. league cartoon from like the early 2000s Ooh, yeah like applause, that, that was applause. one of the best cartoons in my childhood yeah. like that's what made me really fall in love with justice league just seeing them work together yeah. and how they got through conflict and all the different personalities Batman was always right, though. Yeah. (laughs) And you see, that's the reason why it works so well. Because, you know, you have all these strong characters. Mm -hmm. Strong male characters. Strong female characters. I mean... You can't go wrong. Right. The storylines are great, too. Yeah, like every episode, I could watch it over and over. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I've been guilty of that, too. (laughs) As a matter of fact, uh, tonight I'm going to watch some more of uh, Justice League, the the, the animated series. I love the first (laughs) season. Oh, wow. Oh, man, that intro. Yeah. I wish I could have an intro like that when I walk (laughs) into the room. (laughs) But you know what? I think cosplay is so important. You know the reason why? Because it allows a person to be themselves. Mm-hmm. These are characters that we find so endearing that we want to share with other people. You know, I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, definitely. Like, bringing characters to life is one of the reasons I do it. Like, one of my favorite parts of cosplaying is when kids recognize you and they come running up to you like they want a picture. Like, I had so many little girls chasing me as Wonder Woman or the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, Ariel, Ariel, Wonder Woman, I want to take a picture. And um, 
it was just it meant a lot to me because it's like representation like little black girls can see they can be whoever they want to be growing up it doesn't matter yeah and you know growing up in a society where you had to be a certain way to get along and to be accepted that is a total lie yeah you can be whoever you want to be i mean and that's what i like about what we do I love that. I love being able to interact with people, talk to them about the latest issue of The Incredible Hulk or the latest issue of Batman Mm -hmm. without uh, hesitation or embarrassment. That's horrible. You shouldn't be in a a situation or a society or live in a society, for that matter, that ostracizes people for being who they want to be. Yeah, it can be hard being a blurred, like being teased, still being looked at funny, like, oh, you're into that type of stuff. Yes, I'm into that type of stuff. It is 2020. Please get over it. Like, people should be able to be themselves, have their interests, and just be happy. Yeah, they should. You know, it was embarrassing for me. A friend of mine, uh, I'm taking a little serious turn real quick. A friend of mine, I've been known for, like, over 12 years. Mm-hmm. I came in to a place where he was, uh, happened to walk into the room, and he saw me with my jacket, because I have, like, a jacket with uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and so on, Mm -hmm. some of the DC characters. He said, wow, you're a grown man. You have gray hair, and you're walking in with a a jacket. (laughs) I'm like... You know, <laughs> we don't have to be friends anymore because I'm, I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Right. It's like you're going to be plain and whoever you're going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. Age shouldn't matter. Like, I'm yeah. definitely going to be cosplaying when I have grandchildren. <laughs> We're going to conventions together. They're dressing up. I'm dressing up. <laughs> like, That's gray cool. hair and everything. Have you ever been to a movies, uh, like, in cosplay, like, to the movies or? So not full cosplay. I'm yeah. like I have a Marvel print dress that I wear to some of the midnight premieres. Oh yeah. Um, I personally probably won't do full cosplay at a movie theater unless there. I know there's like waiting in line, just because you want to be seen in your effort. Like at the very least, and movie theaters are dark. So yeah, yeah. To me, it's kind of a waste of like putting on so many clothes. <laughs> uh, I wish I. Knew that up some years ago. I dressed up as Darth Vader for oh, the premiere wow. of, uh, for the premiere of the That's Force dedication. Awakens. Uh, okay, I did. I did it. That's dedication. <laughs> and so everybody was turning around. And yeah, I had the, the mask on. You know, and the helmet. And mm-hmm. I even caught myself breathing real hard, but it was because <laughs> I was tired. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine carrying around breathe. like all of that, like just inside, just breathe. hot. <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson. And plus it was kinda it was kinda warm. Yeah. I don't see how the actors do it. They had to have a stunt person in there. So you know, stand in for them because mm-hmm. it was like stifling. Yeah, no, I can't <laughs> imagine being an actor having to wear all that equipment. <laughs> like oh, it's too much. No. Uh I heard that like with the uh the actor that played Chewbacca, he had some some sort of uh, built-in cooling system. Really? Yeah, and it's in the inside of his uh, costume. I don't see how that would work because it was just so hot. You know, just so hot. Even filling the material because I had a chance of uh, one time filling the material and it was oh, like, nice. wow, it's hot. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't do it. So, like, sitting for movies for, like, two, two and a half hours in full cosplay, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're not moving a lot, that's still hot. Like, walking around conventions, I'm ready to rip it off by the end of the day. <laughs> wow. So, have you ever been, a, like, in a cosplay contest? I haven't done any contests yet. I've had yeah. people encourage me, but... This past year seemed like every time I wanted to, there was a panel I wanted to do more or just something going on where the timing didn't work out. So hopefully this year I will be able to get into contests at the few conventions I'm going to. Okay. Which will be, you know. Um, uh, So the first one is always Motor City Comic Con. That's always in like the middle of May out in Novi. And then um, I'm actually really excited. So in July, I'm going to BlurredCon in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's cool. I had a guy, Rob Lee, write his review on going for the first time last year and um, put it up on my blog. And reading through it, um, it sounds like just a giant black family reunion, which I'm really excited about. Um, So saving up for that and trying to prep my cosplays. And I'm really excited to go. Oh, that sounds like it's very exciting. I should go. I need a vacation. (laughs) You should. It's in a hotel right by the airport. Oh. Duly noted. I think I will be going. I need a vacation. But you know what? I think it's very important that you do the things that you love. I cannot stress that enough. I think people can get up into a certain rut Mm -hmm. and, you know, forget those things that make them themselves yeah yeah just like i i love being in in my own apartment reading my comic books seeing what's on you know uh cw you know mm-hmm. just relaxing just being myself so is there a particular character that you would never do a cosplay for or never. A cosplay of um that's kind of hard um personally I applaud the people who wear, like, all the armor cosplays, but I don't see myself doing a heavily armored person. So, like, I probably won't ever do Darth Vader (laughs) just because that's too much work. Um, Can't Really, anyone from Star Wars, like, can't do a Stormtrooper. Um, I know there are so many characters I want to do. It's hard to think of ones I don't want to do. (laughs) So that, you know... Is that what you really want to do for the rest of your life? If you had a choice, would you do cosplay for the rest of your life? If I could be a cosplayer and make money off of it, then I definitely would. Okay. Same here. If I could do <laughs> podcasting for the rest of my life, I would do it. I, I plan on doing it. <laughs> but you know what? I think if, as a cosplayer or a potential cosplayer, because I'm gradually working into it, mm-hmm. I think the only one I probably wouldn't do uh, a cosplay of would be uh, the penguin. Actually, yeah. Uh, I don't think I could do that because you have to be excessively short, right? <laughs> In fact, around. Okay. Well, I mean. Oh yeah, right. Oh, that was. Oh, that was. I mean, hilarious. as long as you get the costume right, people will be able to guess without like the physical match. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. So is there one particular Comic-Con that you haven't been to yet that you want to go to in, in the city of Detroit? Um, Not in the city of Detroit. I think okay. I've hit all the one. Actually, no, Colossal Con. It's not in Detroit, but it's still in. No, is Kalahari in Michigan? No, that's Ohio. Close enough. But, um, yeah, that's <laughs> so, Ohio. 
Um, Colossal Con, I want to try to go to one year. I don't think I'm going to make it this year because of Blurred Con. Um, mm-hmm. But like nationwide, I definitely want to hit all the big cities, New York Comic Con. I'm trying to get to San Diego before I turn 30. So two more years, hopefully. Ooh, San Diego. <laughs> I heard it is phenomenal. Like the pictures and very beautiful there. Yeah, the pictures and the videos and just Mm -hmm. like yeah, that's oh wow, that is really cool. Yeah, because I I think that was one one of my dreams of going like in the next couple years or so Mm -hmm. because I want to put money aside for that, which that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) I can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. A uh, couple, couple more years. So, what do you want people to know about you? Um, want them to know about the website. <laughs> Please okay. go read, comment, um, follow on Instagram and like on Facebook. But also, um, I'm just a very open person. Like, if you have any type of questions for me about my blog, about anything you want to discuss, anything I have discussed, or any type of questions, or even if you're um, a nerd or blurred and you're still uncomfortable and you're like, hey, I can't reach out to that many people because I get made fun of or something, please hit me up. Um, My inbox is always open, and I just want people to know that I hear them and um, trying to speak up for them, I guess. Yeah, that's a good thing to have, uh, being able to sympathize. Because I, I think on some level we all have gone through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we give our words of encouragement. I think we we do that in such a way because a lot of people have done that to us. And we know how that feels. Yeah, like it's a we, horrible feeling. We know how it feels to be alone, be ostracized and made fun of. Mm-hmm. And I just want to try and help people going through that right now. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. So how long does it take you to really write? Because you do a lot of excessive writing mm-hmm. as well for your blog. So how long does it take you to do that? Um, so generally a piece will take me at most a week. Okay. Um, just because it's usually, I try to plan like every month in advance. So it's just a matter of getting the content, whether it's a movie or having to watch an episode and then sitting down and like actually reviewing it. Okay. Uh, for the Crisis on Infinite Earths, like the first three episodes, I, um, I wrote those like right after I watched it, <laughs> just so I yeah. could. It was fresh in my mind. I'm like, intense. no, this is going on and this is going on and this is how I feel about it. But um, yeah, usually a week, especially for movies, because I want to give people time to see it before I post my review and mm-hmm. post spoilers. So yeah. Speaking of that, how do you feel about that? The way it ended. <laughs> it ended horribly. It did. One, <laughs> I'm mad I had to watch Oliver die twice. Like, once was bad enough. <laughs> Days out. <bro. laughs> like, seriously, oh. you kill him off as a character, and then you kill uh-huh. him as the specter. I wanted him to be there to, like, oversee them for a while. But no, we're just going to kill him now. His show is ending. We don't need him. Mean. Um. Yeah, it was, you know, it was so brutal. Because, okay, here I go. The Spectre, you, it's impossible to kill him. <laughs> you cannot kill the Spectre. He, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you, your, your thoughts were correct. <laughs> you cannot kill the Spectre. I know the listening audience will agree with me. You cannot kill the Spectre. That is impossible. So, no. Aaron, I'm sitting up there, and I'm 
wow, this is horrible. Wait a minute. No, you want to know what else should be impossible? <laughs> Editing the Book of Destiny with a Sharpie. That bothered me so wow. much. So we're just going to take this mystic, magical, all-knowing book, and we're going to write Lex Luthor over Superman's name, and it's just going to work. With a Sharpie. And then he can give himself superpowers with the Sharpie. Wow. Wow. No, not fair. That was just horrible. <laughs> that was lazy writing. <laughs> Very lazy. It was laughable. <laughs> I, I laughed. I, I, I chuckled away. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can do because, like, all right, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't mad Brandon Roth's Superman got written off because his movie was just awful, although he did do better on TV. It was awful. Superman Returns? It was awful? Okay, that's a discussion all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was cer- certain elements in the movie didn't work, Aaron. I agree with you. But, uh,. It was all Brian Singer's fault. Let's blame it on Brian Singer. Okay. <laughs> Whoever you want to blame. I did not enjoy the movie. <laughs> okay. Duly noted. <laughs> um, but, no, like, overall, Crisis was amazing. Like, all of the cameos, I was able to recognize all of them. So I was really happy about that. Um, Ezra Miller showing up. Oh, as yes. his flash. I I was, was watching it on the CW app. I had to pause my TV to make sure I was seeing everything correctly. Because they brought someone from the big screen to CW. I'm freaking out like, oh my God, it's both the Barry Allens. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that interaction was priceless. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It was rumored some years back that they were going to have uh, Ben Affleck. Do a cameo as Batman. Really? Yeah, and that didn't work out. And then some years after that, Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton. So that didn't work out. (laughs) That was just a rumor. (laughs) Um, It would have worked out really well. Yeah, my friend Red Hood, he makes the joke like they won't have Batman show up in the CW shows because Oliver is Batman. Ah. (laughs) You know. Like the way they did his backstory, he was basically Batman. Yeah, he was Batman. I said, wait a minute. (laughs) This story looks so familiar. Like when they brought in League like, of Assassins, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I said, oh man, wait a minute, League of League of Assassins and no Batman. How is that gonna pan out? That oh man, and they had Talia. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, anyone? Batman, perhaps? No, neither one. So yeah, I think in a way. It fulfilled some some dreams of mine, mm-hmm. and it was also kind of funny and nightmarish to look at. Yeah, <laughs> nightmarish in the sense because how in the world were they gonna have the specter die? You can't kill the specter. It's impossible. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like after a while, you kind of just have to take what you yeah. get on TV sometimes like they said Black Lightning would never be in a crossover and now he's on the same earth as everybody so I'm actually happy about that it's just interesting to see how cameos are going to go across like shows and crossovers now like is it Mm going to happen more often now that everyone's on the same earth are they still going to try and keep like that separate element or what like how are the other characters affected like I know they don't remember but are the main characters going to tell them like yo this is what went down I think that's what's going to happen eventually it's going to work up to it uh, I'm also excited. I know you don't too much like his interpretation of Superman, but I heard Brandon Roth is going to have his own Superman series. Seriously? Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not happy with that? It's going to be Kingdom, it's not, Kingdom Come version Superman. 
Okay, yeah, I kind of figured with I, I kind of figured with like the gray hair and stuff, but let's get some different writers <laughs> and directors. <laughs> okay. I agree with that because Brandon Roth is not a bad actor. Like he he did what he was told. That's all actors really do. So the way it was written, I don't know if those people ever read a Superman comic or watched a Superman cartoon, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah. You know. Now I think about it, it was some some minor hits. And big misses there. So one of my biggest issues, um, my dad actually pointed it out like right after he saw it. He was like, what kind of Superman movie is there when he doesn't throw a single punch? (laughs) I'm just like, wait, you're right. Oh, my God. Like when the bullet hit him in the eye, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's about to mess them up. And it cut to the next scene. And I felt cheated. Like you will point out one of the scenes that I had a problem with. (laughs) Yeah, because I said, oh, wow, he I had the same feeling. I was like. Oh, he's gonna do something. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna pick him up and throw him to the next building right. and make sure that he jumps. like lands softly yeah, or something. Land, yeah, land on something soft. But no, it 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 was it was it was it was a big flop at the box office, from what I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you like Man of Steel though? Yes, I love it. Okay. Like Henry Cavill did a great job with that. I love the story. I did have an issue with him killing Zod simply because, like, even in his extreme, Superman wouldn't do that. Like, he would have rather just sent him to the Phantom Zone. Um, but other than that, yeah. Also, he probably could have just flown straight up with Zod instead of breaking his neck. And flew to another planet. Mm-hmm. It would have been a lot easier. It would have been... Uh, that was very controversial, by the way. Yeah. A lot of fans are torn by that. But see... Here we go again. It all ties in with DC again. Mm -hmm. DC have great properties, but they need to get great writers, people that are passionate about the source material. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for the most part, they kind of look over the source material or maybe not and decide to add their own interpretation. Sometimes your own interpretation doesn't work. No, just stick to the source material and... Here's a crazy idea for, like, all movie producers, consult fans, like, just people off the street, like, yeah. what they want to see as far as cartoons being brought to life. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that 100%. In closing, Aaron, when is your next vlog going to be up? Because um, I'm interested in seeing what you're going to write about. Are you going to write about Cool Nerds Unite? <laughs> Are you going to write about my good friend, Gavin Soundlord? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will be doing a shout out to announce that I was a guest on the podcast and thank you again for having me um, I'm going to have to talk to Red Hood I think he was writing a piece for this week <laughs> what about Black Hood but, um, I have a Black Hoodie on by yeah the, the announcement should cool be up version. tomorrow or Thursday <laughs> for what's going up on Friday oh that's cool Yeah. matter of fact we have some Black Hoodies with Coot Nerds Unite <laughs> on the back <laughs> Uh, it was such a pleasure having you here on the podcast with us, Aaron. Thank Make you sure for you check me. out Aaron's uh, blog. Hey, what's that URL again? Blurredwithablog.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's a good friend of mine, good friend of the podcast. Uh, make sure you check out Cool Nerds Unite on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes. And remember, stay nerdy. <laughs>